the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. You know, John 10.10 says, The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Christ, have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. Today on The Christian View, we're going to be talking about Satan's tricks and traps, how he tries to trip us up so that we cannot walk in the abundance of Christ. You don't want to miss this exciting episode today here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. Thank you guys for having us in your homes today. And those watching or listening by radio, our podcast, this is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and weigh it against God's Word because God does have a view and He has a view for you. You know, I'm excited, you know, to say that we are finishing up Season 7 of The Christian View. I mean, 180 episodes um, sharing the gospel around the world. We're on 48 different networks, three radio stations, all podcast um, platforms. And and God has just been good. He has just been so good. And I know it's because his word needs to go out yes. more now than ever. Because you turn on the news, you, Lee, you, 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 you walk out your front door, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, the yes. enemy... The enemy is working overtime to get us, to get Christians either knocked off course, get us walking in fear. You know, he is trying his best because he knows that his time is limited. And so I'm just thankful that God allows us to come into your home and share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, so thank y'all. Grab your Bibles, your pens, your paper, your coffee, and we're going to get started. I want to talk today, Lee, about the, t- the tools or the tricks and the traps of the enemy. It says in 1 Peter um, 5a that the enemy is prowling around looking for those that he can devour. So he's out there looking. He's out there studying mm-hmm. and to see who he can devour because he knows, and we said this in an earlier segment, the enemy knows he can't take your salvation right. as a believer in Jesus Christ. He cannot take your salvation from you, but he can make you so ineffective on earth by yes. tripping us up. So let's talk about those tools and tactics, Lee. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, one of the things we have to understand is that, you know, knowing who he is, you know, he's not new at this. He started this back in the Garden of Eden, right. you know, when he ate did his initial assault on Adam and Eve. He deceived them, you know, and he tried to get them to think that God did not love them. He tried to make them think that they were not good enough for God, and Mm -hmm. he used trickery. So we have to understand he's always going to be coming after us, trying to get us not to recognize who we really are in God. He wants to render us powerless. He wants to make us feel that we're hopeless Mm -hmm. when really he knows all along we have more authority than he does. And he's really trying to use reverse psychology So we have to, like you said, the scriptures say, know our adversary, you know, know who he is and know how to defeat him. Right. And, you know, I was having a conversation with my son the other day. He goes, Mom, 
the church needs to talk more about our identity mm-hmm. because so often, more than not, our identity Lee, is under attack. So let's yes. talk about that. He comes at us and mm-hmm. he assaults our identity. Mm-hmm. What does that look like on an everyday basis? Well, I think, you know, on an everyday basis, what he does, he tries to, number one, try to make us appear to be something that we're not. Mm -hmm. He tries, like, you know, we think about identity theft, someone who comes in and steals your identity. He comes in and he steals our real identity and then he labels us thief. He labels us failure. Mm -hmm. He labels us liar. He labels us defeated. You know, he comes in because he knows that really God has called us blessed. He's called us prosperous. He's called us above, you know, and not the, the, the tail, you know but the right. head and therefore he wants us to take something that really we're not a pseudonym and try to make us feel like we're really less than right that's, you know, that's good and we shouldn't be surprised because he attacked jesus the same yes. way through mm-hmm. the pharisees they were always saying you say you're the son of god mm-hmm. and then then i think what's really important is when he would say that that's who he was mm-hmm. then they would try to attack him for being arrogant yes. right mm-hmm. i think that same thing happens to us even through other people when we are like I'm a child of God. I'm strong. I'm powerful. There are people who just don't really no, want you no. to have that identity right, right. because I think it makes them have to either own that themselves or either feel threatened by it. But I think that is so true. And then again, they, some people believe that as a Christian, you should be poor. Oh, yes. And, and, yes. And that identity of, well, I'm just a poor Christian. I don't think that is what God intended at all. I mean, God mm-hmm. created us to have the wealth, mm-hmm. but to use the wealth for his good. And yeah, goodness. he called yeah. us to have life and life more abundantly. Right. And mm-hmm. Satan will always tell you everything that you're not. That's right. one thing mm-hmm. to measure by. Everything that you're not, he's going to tell you. And uh, John eight forty four says that he's the father of lies. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, So that's why it's so important to keep our armor on and our helmet of salvation. Mm-hmm. You've got to go back to your identity in Christ and what the Bible says about you. And even something I've done practically before is write my name, uh, for instance, in Psalm 103. Right. You know, blessed is Amy, oh my soul, you know, who he, the Lord heals me. And, you know, just go down the list and put your name in there and read scripture over yourself. Amen. And that will help you keep that helmet of salvation on and mm. defeat the enemy at those lies when they come. Yeah. And that's what I used to do with Jonathan. And when he was little, Jonathan, you are the righteousness of Christ. Jonathan, Amen. you are fearfully yes. and wonderfully named. Because we do, Candace, we need to speak that yes. into the atmosphere. Because it says in Genesis that we were created in God's image, mm-hmm. male and female mm-hmm. he created. And we are created in the likeness of God. And if he tries to steal our identity and tell us, like you were saying, we're defeated, we're alone, we are failures, we are never going to measure up. When he gets that, then we are aligning ourselves with his lies. And we need to take back our identity in Christ. And that's why I have such a burden for this generation Mm -hmm. because the world is the culture is turned up loud. And we need to get in God's word Mm -hmm. so we're hearing who we are in Christ. And I think Ephesians 1, it says that you you are... um, child of God. You are chosen Mm -hmm. before creation. You are adopted into God's family. You are redeemed. You are forgiven. All the riches of Mm -hmm. God's grace have been lavished upon you. And that's why you're saying, you know, put the scriptures, put them on the wall, put them on your mirror, put them on your computer, wherever you're looking and remind yourself who you are in him. And my prayer lately has been, Lord, let your voice be the loudest voice that we hear. Because with everything that's bombarding us, we need to be able to hear God's voice louder than any other voice that's that's out there right now. We'll be right back with more on The Christian View. Don't go away. 
back to the Christian View. We're talking today about the tools and the tricks and the traps of the enemy. In the first segment, we talked about how he assaults our identity. And we talked about how we really, truly need to know who we are in Christ and that his voice needs to be the loudest voice that we hear today. You know, but another way the enemy comes in, Trudy, is through discouragement, through unbelief, and through shame. So let's kind of talk on those topics. Definitely. So, of course, we already talked about, but when we're discouraged and down, that's when Satan knows he can strike. And that's when he'll tell us, God doesn't really love you. You're not, um, you're really not a very good Christian. And then if that doesn't work, he'll even flip it to say, it's really God's fault. Right. You know, sometimes when we go through things, we think, well, God could have prevented this. Right. So then, so that's one way he does it. And then through unbelief, which is another way that Satan lies to us. And as we are saying, he is the father of lies and he will do anything to make you feel like you don't have God's power. You don't have his love. You don't have his mercy. T.D. Jakes says that um, our job is to remember and realize that God can do his job. Right. I love that so that much. That is good. That is good. Um, Amen. Yeah, yeah. And so then God says, you know, don't lean on your understanding, which only brings confusion, mm-hmm. but trust in me. Yes. And lastly, shame, which I think a lot of families, a lot of systems these days are built on a shame-based type yes. of mentality. So I think a lot of people struggle with shame. Mm-hmm. And it's um, the definition is that unpleasant, self-conscious emotion. Mm-hmm. So you're, mm-hmm. when you're in shame, you're very self-conscious right. and you're powerless and you feel worthless. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that's not from God, but yeah. how many people walk around feeling that way? And I think the thing we have to do is renew our minds every day to the truth before we go out into the world, have that time with God where we are, where we do become plugged in and know what he really says about us. Exactly. I think so. I think, you know, you think about discouragement, you know, scripture says Psalms, I think it's, uh, 12, uh, probably, Psalms 12, 5. Why are you downcast, all my soul? Put your trust and hope in me. And so when we're going through discouragement, we have to think, okay, what am I thinking about? Yeah, right. What are my thoughts? Yeah. Are, they, are they the thoughts that line up with God that bring shame, guilt, and condemnation mm-hmm. and hopelessness? Are they God's thoughts? And we have mm-hmm. to, again, take our mind, our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was to, when I was a little girl, I remember telling my parents that I was sick. And I didn't want to, you know, as I was trying to get out of going to school. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the day, even though I wasn't sick, I was sick because Mm -hmm. I took heed of that thought and I let it take root in my being. Right. And since I was little, the Lord really showed me, and particularly in depression, I used to struggle with depression. And it was like I knew what was leading me down the path, but for some reason I wasn't taking hold. Right. You know, and then you decide to take hold of it and then you don't have to agree with it. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing. Satan plants a seed, but we don't have to agree with it. Whether it's lost shame, you know, these things that he brings against us to discourage us and keep us, you know, in in sin or, or try to get us to live just an unfruitful life or becoming, you know. But once we put that into the light, uh, those thoughts are even right. exposed then. The Lord says where the light is, there can't be darkness. The darkness can't overtake it. Mm -hmm. You know, but we have to come into agreement with what the word is saying and actively do things. I remember I had to retrain my brain Mm -hmm. from these negative thoughts. And it was the hardest work I had to do. But so worth it. Creating a new pathway. You know, but if you look in scripture, there were many disciples, many men of God, many women of God who struggled with discouragement. They struggle with lack of hope. And so I, I want to say that it's okay to have those moments, mm-hmm. but it's not okay to stay that way. Right. Just like it's okay to have your emotions, but never let your emotions have you. And so once we can think about, okay, I'm discouraged. Something happened that I didn't want to happen. Okay, I'm okay 
and I'm going to I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. But so we got to let them let it those discouragement, the shame, all of that turn us to Christ right. rather than run away yes. from that's him. Right. Because yeah. that's the tendency. Right. We feel shame like Adam in the garden when he felt exposed whereas before he felt freedom, then he right. felt exposed instead of running with God in the garden as it says he was fellowshipping with him in the in mm-hmm. in the garden. Now he's running from right. him. Mm-hmm. And I think whatever those things are, if they take us to him, mm-hmm. because just think about Peter's failure when he right. denies him, yeah. you know, three Je- times in Jesus, Jesus comes to yeah. him and restores him. But we got to go. Well, that's where we go. I think so. And I think that's where maybe a lot of Christians get stuck because the enemy, again, is so clever. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't go to God now. Do you know what you just yeah. did? You can't. You blew it. You can't right. be a Christian if, you, if you're if you acting that way, right. you know? So, yeah. And his trick is to use all these things to sap the courage out of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because what we really have to understand is, first and foremost, God told us to be of good courage. Right. You know, he wants us to have courage. So the devil knows that if we have courage, we're going to really believe what God is saying about us. We're not going to be fearful. So he uses all these things to plant the discouragement in there. And it comes through trials, through tests, through the aggravations, through those relentless nights. And it saps and it drains us. And then we get in this place where we're feeling like we've lost hope. And that's when the devil wins, you know. But if we learn how to operate outside of that and do what God tells us to do, and that is be of good courage, you know. And he says, you know, if you do that, then I'm going to strengthen your heart. And and we won't fail. But then say we're not going to get tired, right. but we won't faint. Right. I think we have to understand, you know, because discouragement is really the opposite of what God really wants mm-hmm. for us. Yes. And I do think that we have to realize it isn't easy. It is hard work and, mm-hmm. and we all do get down and we all do struggle. Yes. But I do believe that we have to be committed to know that it is hard work. Right. It is not easy and it's not a one and done. Right. It's over and over and yes. over until you do retrain you your thinking. Yes. Well, and God is a patient God. He's yes. a loving yes. God. Yes. So he's not a condemning mm-hmm. God. He's not going to place shame or guilt on his children. No. Mm-hmm. Yes. Romans 8, you know, therefore now there's no condemnation right. for those right. in Christ Jesus. But I was also yeah. going to say, he is, one of the names of God is Jehovah Magenernu, mm-hmm. which is the Lord is my defense. Mm-hmm. I heard Elizabeth Elliot one time say, I don't even want to say his name. She says, she says, God, you heard him, deal with him. <laughs> and that's what she said. If we realize he is our defense, right. then we will go to him yes. and let him. God handle yes because yes. he has all power authority and amen he, you know and he loves us and we need to accept that love and then walk in that authority that anointing yes. and that boldness right. we'll be right back with more here on the Christian view don't go away Christian View, we're having a great discussion today on the tools, the tricks, and the trades of the enemy to try to trip us up. We talked a little bit about discouragement, shame, unbelief, or and doubt. And now I want to talk about freedom, Candace. In Galatians 5, 1, it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again to the slave of yoke. There is a, there is freedom in Christ. Amen. You know, and a lot of people don't take hold of that freedom. They're walking around still with shame, guilt, condemnation. Yes. They're walking with their heads down. Yes. They're not walking as daughters and sons of the king. So let's talk about how we walk out our freedom. Well, one of the things I do, and I do it every day, I have this book. It's by Margaret Feinberg, and I think it's called More Power to You, but it's 
declarations of who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. So the beginning of the book, every single day, you have 90 seconds of declarations that are all biblically-based, scripture-rooted mm-hmm. of... I am who Christ says I am. I am God's beloved child. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Jesus is the king of my life. And I think declaring who you are will combat what Satan is saying, the lies that he is saying. As we've already said, he is a liar. Mm -hmm. And he will want to keep you under this covering so that you are ineffective for the kingdom and take away your your testimony and your joy. One of the things I also say is study God's word. Know his word. Mm -hmm. Study the the Bible to know who God really is and who he says Mm. you are. Because our relationship, our identity is found in him. Mm -hmm. So do that. Claim his promises. Declare his truth. truth. Highlight them. Circle them in your Bible. Take what we were talking about. Post-it notes. Plant Mm -hmm. them everywhere. Remind ourselves that who he says we are and his promises are for us. He will not forsake his his word. All of it will come to pass. Surround yourself with others who are chasing Jesus. You know, it talks about, you know. Iron shepherding iron. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And bad company corrupts. If you have friends who are chasing hard after Christ, align yourselves with them so you are speaking truth into each other's lives. Shore up other areas of your weaknesses. Some of the things like, Trudy, I think you said earlier, is that Satan knows what your Mm. weakness is. Right. For example, if I were struggling with alcohol and I knew that every Friday I drove by this same bar at this time, I would then take a different route. I would call a friend and hold me accountable. I would schedule maybe. I would do a service project at that time every Friday. Mm -hmm. Something because he's going to keep and we have to, you know, uh, circumvent him. We have to be smarter than him. Mm -hmm. And then put on the full armor of God and pray Mm -hmm. and encourage others to join you. I need you to pray Mm -hmm. with me during this time. Right. And I think you made a good point on all those. We have a job to do. Yes, we do. As believers, we can't just sit back and and wait. Okay, things are going to get better. We have... A job tools. That, right. We have tools. Right. We do have tools, and we need to use those tools mm-hmm. instead of sitting back and, you know, falling into self pity or are not taking hold of what God. And I did that for a long time. I struggled with depression, and I I was like, okay, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just mm-hmm. because it's too hard. Yeah. It's yes. too hard to get up and get going again, knowing that I'm just going to be tripped up again. Mm-hmm. But God, greater Thee who is in us than He is mm-hmm. of this world, and we've got to take hold of that. And that's when we start walking in victory. Amen. You know, Thank so much God. of the New Testament. Oh, I'm sorry. No, okay. So much of the New Testament, um, the language, even Paul writes, is very much a battlefield. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it's militant. Yes. So like you yes. said, Trudy, it's not something to be lax in. We really need to have the right, right mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and the word tells us to be come out from among them, be ye separate, but also to retrain our brains. It says so. Don't be conformed right. to the patterns of this world yeah. anymore. Yeah. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, which you said. But also, it says in Ephesians 4, to strip yourselves of your former nature. Put off and discard your old, unrenewed self. See, that's the old self. And we don't have to have that attachment anymore. The word says that therefore now you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old has passed away. The new has come. And that goes back Mm -hmm. to the identity issue. You know, so we we have to proclaim the scripture over ourselves but not just proclaim it. Make yourself believe it. Do you believe the Bible or don't you? It's not a story. It's literally a matter of life and death. Right. Right. Amen. And I, I think it takes time, too. Amen. It takes Amen. time yes. to redirect our old patterns. Yes. Yeah. And so powerful, as you were saying earlier, we have to stand, you know, in the liberty of where Christ has made us free. Mm-hmm. And as Candace was saying, don't allow ourselves to get 
entangled again with those yokes of right. bondages because that's what really gets us and keeps us there in these places where the enemy gets that foothold and that stronghold and he keeps tripping us up, you know, so that we're not free. We have to understand that Christ made me free. So why would I go back and put myself back in bondage, you know? But I know that sounds easy in conversation, but so many times in our day-to-day practices, that's what we do. He's given me this freedom, the power to live here, and yet I get right up and we go and do things Mm -hmm. that put us right back Isn't that scripture like a dog returns to his Uh So we, I mean, we don't want to do that. It's like you said, we are new creations Mm -hmm. in Christ. We have to take that, make that conscious effort every single day. And sometimes moment by moment, I'm not who I used to be, but thank God I'm on my way. That's what Joyce Myers used to say. I think another practical thing is just literally applying the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That same power that raised Christ from the dead, his sacrifice was not for any reason. That same power lives in you. It lives in you. It lives in all of us when we're believers. Mm -hmm. And so if we applied the blood of Jesus, it worked in the Old Testament and, Mm -hmm. you know, that spirit of death passed over. The blood of Jesus, there's nothing, it's unmatchable, right? Yeah. You know, and so even just practically pleading the blood of Jesus, like you said, the alcohol problem. Play the blood of Jesus right. over this situation. Exactly. Yeah. And he's faithful. Mm-hmm. And you yes. can take like even anoint places in your home or at work if yes. you get there early and go around and anoint everything yes. because you know what's coming through the guilty. day. If, right. if you don't, guilty. And yes, guilty. No, that's a good thing yes. to be right. guilty. Oh, I love it. I get there yes. early. I yes. pray. I Because you don't know what's coming in. You don't know yeah. what. I know what's, what's coming in. in. Well, you small bottle of anointing oil at my front door Uh and I anoint my door and um but I do, and I and I anoint people mm-hmm. when, when I'm praying. And but we have to be mindful mm-hmm. of what yeah. of the enemy's tools and tactics, and then we have to be able to be obedient. You know, even to the point of I'm going to say looking stupid, yes. uh-huh. looking mm-hmm. different from the world, yeah. and being obedient to Christ. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I tell John, I'm like, you're going to stand out for loving Jesus. Yes. You're going to look differently, yes. but you have to make a conscious effort every single day to not want to go with the flow, right. to not want to go with everybody else, but to stand firm, mm-hmm. knowing that you've been called and set apart as every Christian has yes. been called and set apart. And so therefore, you may, you're going to have a target on your life. Mm-hmm. And we need to be aware of that target, but we also need to be aware of how to But I think that target can also draw good things. Yes. 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 So much so, because people all have that hole in them that they want Jesus filled. And when they see that in you, they don't even know what it is Mm -hmm. that they're seeing, but they are drawn to it and they know you have something different. So I think it's a really good thing. I agree. It's that sweet aroma that they're watching you. Mm -hmm. You may be going through some horrible situations, but they're still watching. How do you handle it? And it's Christ. Yeah, it's Christ. And it's Mm -hmm. good because Christ is good. We'll be right back with more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on Satan's tricks and traps on how to keep you from being the best you can be for Jesus. Scripture says that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And you are free. You are free and you are loved by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Stay connected to him. Get in your word. Get into a Bible-believing church and know that God has great things for you. We'll see you next time here on The Christian View. Bye-bye. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.